Do you suffer from pain, tenderness, or a clicking in your jaw? Maybe you have pain while chewing, chronic migraines, or other facial discomfort. We have the answer for you. Welcome to the TMJ and Jaw Pain Podcast with Dr. Astrid Cruz-Aguirre. Dr. Guir is a maxillofacial surgeon qualified in both dentistry and medicine and is the head of the Temporomandibular Joint Center. You don't have to live in pain. Listen to today's podcast and learn more about the causes of jaw pain and your treatment options. Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast. I see patients in our TMJ clinic, those spite is no longer correct. So if the affected person clenches their upper and lower teeth, they cannot bite all the teeth. Why is this there? That's exactly what we want to discuss in this episode. A so-called occlusion disorder or bite disorder can have very different causes. It can be developmentable, but it can also have a root cause in the temporomandible joint. Development-related bite disorders can be, for example, due to growth disorders or habits such as the typical thumb-sucking in children. A so-called anterior open bite can quickly develop. That means the upper and lower front teeth do not touch each other and the bite remains open. Then there is the danger that the tongue will push itself into this gap. An example that is run should not be underestimated is the so-called NTI splint. Maybe one or the other of you knows this type of splint. These are small plastic splints that usually only cover the two front teeth. The idea behind is not bad. Every time you bite your teeth at night in your sleep, all the force goes to the front teeth via the splint but they are sensitive pain receptors there and as a result you automatically open your mouth and take the pressure off your front teeth. But now comes the big but. This splint should not be worn every night because regardless of whether we grind or clench our teeth or are completely relaxed, we bite our teeth umpteed times at night. And this type of splint can lead to a bite opening like an orthodontic appliance. In other words, when you clench your upper and lower teeth, your front teeth do not touch each other and the gap can now form between the upper and lower front teeth. Unfortunately, I have already seen these cases in practice, but a bite disorder can also develop from a disease of the temporomandible joint. There are four main courses. First, progression of atrosis. That means wear and tear disease. Second, increasing growth in the jaw joint. Third, jaw joint trauma. And fourth, trauma, a tumor. But first, to osteoarthritis. Fortunately, not every type of, of atrosis leads to a bite disorder. Only then there has been a significant loss of bone substance. That means when the jaw joint has already been severely damaged, does a bite disorder occur? Namely, when you bite your teeth again, you cannot bite your molars on one side. The bite is then open at the side. You might be wondering whether a temporomandible joint prosthesis should be used. No, not necessarily, if at all possible, the jaw joint should always be preserved. 
A growth disorder can suddenly lead to one-sided growth in the temporomandibular joint, even in young adulthood. Those affected usually notice this because the bite can no longer be closed on the side. That means the molars only fit together on one side. To this day, it is not exactly clear why the joint grows again. If there is suspicion, a special image, either scintigraphy or PET-CT, is conducted with a radioactive contrast medium so that the growth center can be seen clearly. Not every growth center requires surgery. I also see patients in practice who didn't notice that they once had different growth rates. However, you can see it in the x-ray if you compare both jaw joints. If the bite is correct... That means if the chewing load is evenly distributed over the upper and lower jaw, there's usually no problem. However, if the growth is very strong and the bite does not appear, there are two surgical options. First, to remove the growth center by ablation directly in the temporomandibular joint, a so-called high condylectomy. Then you wait for a few months and then take another special x-ray. Only when no more growth is detected will the bite be corrected surgically in a second step. We call this a conversion osteotomy. I cut through the jaw under general anesthesia, adjust it to the correct position, and then it is then fixed with fine titanium screws and plates like a broken jaw. You can remove these plates after six months, but you don't have to unless you are sensitive to cold. We always plan digitally. For example, a scanned model of the upper and lower jaw is overlaid with a special three-dimensional x-ray image and then the operation is implanted very precisely on the computer. Based on this planning, 3D printing is used to make a splint which gives me the exact position of a jaw in the operation room. That means how many millimeters the jaw is moved. In the past, this planning was still conducted on plaster models, which then had to be sawn in the laboratory. A bite disorder can also occur as part of a jaw joint trauma. We have already dealt with this topic in a separate episode of our podcast. It doesn't have to be a fracture directly in the temporomandibular joint if your bite is no longer correct. It can also simply be a sprain, then there is some fluid in the joint and your bite no longer fits. In this case, it is important to protect the joint. That means soft food and cooling. In the case of a fracture, that means fracture and simultaneously bite disorder, the form of therapy depends on where exactly the fracture is and how much it is displaced. The forms of therapy for fractures range from rest to the attachment of small titanium plates to the temperate tying of the upper jaw with the lower jaw. In extremely rare cases, a jaw joint prosthesis can also be used. Surprisingly, those affected often have little or no pain in the case of a tumor and swelling and a bite disorder is usually the first thing that is noticed. The first thing to do is to clarify whether the tumor is benign or malignant because the word tumor alone means swelling. If the tumor in the temporomandibular joint is malignant, it is often a metastasis mostly from colonization of an original tumor somewhere in the body like the breast or the prostate. Tumors of the jaw joint are fortunately extremely rare. A few years ago, we wrote a scientific publication on exactly this topic and searched for the cases in the literature. 
If there's metastasis, there's an increased likelihood that the tumor originates lung, breast, or prostate cancer. In these cases, treatment is often systemic. That means with chemotherapy. If it is purely a tumor in the temporal mandible joint, treatment depends on the size of the tumor and the exact diagnosis. And what is the treatment for other bite disorders that do not originate directly from the temporal mandible joint? In some cases, orthodontic treatment is sufficient, and in some cases, when the bite disorder is significant or cannot be treated with orthodontics, it can be treated with an operation called a corrective osteotomy. Depending on the extent of the misalignment of the jaws, either only the lower or only the upper jaw can be surgically returned to the correction, correct position, but also both jaws. If the upper jaw is too narrow, it can also be widened surgically. Even if the chin is too far back, it can be surgically corrected easily under general anesthesia. As you can see, we perform different operations under anesthesia. But as already mentioned, I always have precise digital planning so that the new position is transferred from the planning to the operation theater with great precision. If you have any question or topic request, please reach out to me. See you soon. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on TMJ and jaw pain or to contact Dr. Cruz Aguirre, you can go to our website, www.tmj.clinic. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Until next time, we wish you the very best and want you to live healthy and pain-free.